Hello, day community. Welcome to season three of First Chapter Friday, Day Library's podcast of the first chapter of a book. Disappearance of Mars Patel by Sheila Chari. Chapter 1. Aurora? This is a text string between the following characters. Mars, Caddy, JP, Jonas, Toothpick, and Aurora. Wednesday, October 14th, 2.46 p.m. Mars. Guys, I got five more days of detention from Baker. Caddy. Really? Mars. She's mad because I set her desk on fire. JP. Oof. Mars. Potassium ignites with hydrogen. Who knew? Toothpick. It's called an exothermic reaction, Mars. Now you tell me. Aurora. Detention is the worst. Toothpick. Actually, global warming is. More bodily harm. Caddy. Ugh. Mr. Q is bringing cookies again. Jonas. Dude, detention's bad enough. My stomach can't take another one of his cookies. Aurora, I'm so done with this school. Mars, LOL, is that why you missed English today? Aurora, time for action. Mars, like what? Mars, Aurora? Thursday, October 15th, 2.49 p.m. Mars, anyone see Aurora? Jonas, probably skipped. Sunday, October 18th, 7.50 p.m. JP, I lost my homework. Someone help. Caddy, you can copy off me. JP, thanks. OU. Mars, where's Aurora? Toothpick, maybe she's sick. Jonas, or out of town. Now this is a text between just Mars and Aurora. Sunday, October 18th, 8 p.m. Mars, are you there? Sunday, October 18th, 10.35 p.m. Mars, please write back. Sunday, October 18th, 11.58 p.m. Mars, Aurora. Chapter 2, Code Red. On his way to school Monday morning, Mars kept checking his phone for messages. So far, nothing. Where was Aurora? Why hadn't she written back? As he reached the front entrance of the school, a voice called from behind. Mars, wait up. He turned and saw Caddy coming up the sidewalk. Her hair was tucked inside her flannel jacket and her glasses were foggy from the early morning mist. She saw his headphones. Podcast? Mars slipped them off and hung them around his neck. Yeah, he said. Every morning, he listened to Oliver Pruitt's podcast on his way to school. It helped him think. Sometimes it gave him ideas, and he could use a good one now. Did you hear from Aurora? he asked. Caddy shook her head, watching him carefully. You're worried, aren't you? Mars grimaced. You're not doing that thing where you're in my head, because you know I hate that. For as long as he could remember, Caddy had the ability to sense when he was, what he was feeling. She could do it with all their friends except Aurora. Aurora was different. She was good at blocking out the world but apparently Mars was an open book. 
I'm not doing anything, honest, Caddy said quickly. Well, it sure feels like you're in my head. I don't need to be, she said. It's right there on your face. She hasn't responded to any of my texts. Don't worry, Caddy said. You know how she is. She's probably caught up in some Aurora thing. They continued walking as kids jostled past from the school bus parked behind them. So what's he saying now? Who? Oliver Pruitt. You know, the podcast. You were listening to it just now. Oh, yeah, Mars hesitated. It was always hard to explain Oliver Pruitt to anyone, even Kate Caddy. Like how he described, how did he describe the feeling he got in his throat every time he heard this man he'd never met in his life speak? Um, he says something big is going to happen, he said. Really? Like what? Mars thought about what Oliver had said this morning. Something big is happening soon. It wasn't the words, but how he'd said them. Like Oliver had been bursting at the seams. Was it a good big thing? Mars didn't know. Not sure, he said. Just something big. Caddy had stopped talking because they'd entered the school. All the students together in the hall had a way of overwhelming her. Mars called it system overload. Whatever it was, it always took Caddy a minute to adjust to everyone's thoughts crowding around her. By the time they got to their lockers, Caddy was better. But Mars wasn't. He was still thinking about Aurora. Five days, he announced, throwing his coat and backpack into his locker, where it hit a small poster of Oliver Pruitt taped to the back. Jonas was standing at his locker already, wearing his Mariner's baseball cap. Five what? he asked distractedly. He was playing Astro Surf on his phone. Five days since Aurora disappeared, Mars said impatiently. Don't you remember? Caddy nodded. Five days is kind of long, even for Aurora. What does that mean? Mars asked. Dude, Aurora skips all the time, Jonas said. But not without telling me, Mars thought. Aurora might be secretive with other people, but she'd always trusted him. Out of my way, Martian Patel, said Clyde Bufsky, barreling through the hall. As H.G. Wells' only sixth grader to bench press 100 pounds, the Boof was made of steel. Watch where you're going, Boof, Mars said, though you probably need GPS to find your turd-sized brain. Clyde flipped his finger at Mars and kept walking. Why does he never bother you? Mars asked Jonas. Jonas shrugged, because he knows I'd, he, he knows I'd kick his butt. It was true. Clyde might have been strong, but Jonas towered a good three inches over him. Mars sighed. He hated being the shortest boy in sixth grade. Meanwhile, Caddy was frowning and holding two fingertips to her temple. What's the matter, Caddy? Are you okay? Mars asked. She shook her head, wincing. Ow, I'm getting one of those headaches. Lately, Caddy's headaches had turned into warning signs. They used to come for small things, like the one she got right before Mars slipped in the cafeteria or Toothpick got hit, hit in the head with a flying sandwich. But then they'd come for more serious stuff, like before her brother twisted his ankle in gym or when her dad lost his job. Each time, there was a quick throb at her temples. Suddenly, a siren blared through the school, echoing down the halls. Attention, attention, student and faculty. This is a code red. Please remain calm and proceed with lockdown protocol. The announcement came over the PA. They all looked at one another. Was it a drill? The first period bell hadn't even rung. The PA repeated, this is a code red. Please, please proceed with lockdown protocol. Around them, students started running while teachers called out. Everyone knew what a code red was. Every month they had to do the drills. 
They hid under desks or inside classroom closets, and kids would whisper until it was over. Jonas always managed to sneak in his phone and would zone out on his games. Not Mars. Each time there was a drill, he'd wonder if a dangerous thing he'd always expected to happen was finally happening, and life would never be the same. His life had changed on a dime before. It could happen again. We repeat, this is a code red. Please proceed with lockdown protocol. Is this for real? Jonas asked them. For a moment, Mars remembered the podcast. Was this the big thing Oliver Pruitt had said was going to happen? Caddy would know, he said. He whirled around. Right, Caddy? Caddy's face was awash in pain. The siren continued to blare. Ow, she clutched her head. This is real, guys. This is real.